Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, basketball fans. Welcome back to Ball Movement. I'm Matt Moderna. I'll be joined by my co-host, Mike Kreppi, as always. And we'll be talking to Jerome Dyson again today. This is the second part of our conversation with him. We're going to pick up right from the point where he decided to make the transition from playing in the NBA to heading overseas. And he starts off this episode with a crazy story about what life is actually like playing in overseas country and the things that basketball players here really don't have to worry about that you do have to factor into your decision making when you make the journey to play internationally. So, it's a really good episode. I think it paints an accurate picture of what life is like, even for the best overseas players. And Jerome was a really successful overseas player, and, and he still had a lot to deal with over there that he probably wouldn't have here. And I think it sounds like it's been rewarding for him, and, and he had a long, successful career. So uh, we'll, we'll get kind of into all that here in a little bit. But first, a word from one of our sponsors, Mind. It's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with the greatest contest, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline where the game starts. All right, with that, let's just jump right into the podcast. And like I said, Jerome starts this episode off with just kind of an incredible story. So stay tuned. Uh, as always, rate, review, subscribe. We love all that stuff. And give us feedback and let us know who you want to hear from next. All right, here we go. Jerome, you talked a little bit there about just like having some bad luck too. And I think sometimes people don't really realize how much that really does play a factor. You've, you've got to end up with the right person. You've got to you know, sometimes it's somebody getting hurt on another team to open up a spot for you or yeah. a, a team is looking for a certain player at a time that ends up being the right situation for you. Like you just have to have kind of the right breaks, I think. Or or, or an agent that has another uh, client that's in So they already has a relationship. That's a lot mm-hmm. of guys are getting on because they have a, their agent has a relationship with a team that wants this big prospect already. So it's... It's a lot of a lot of stuff that goes into it that a lot of people don't see. It. It's just like, oh well, he's not he he wasn't good enough. Like, no, it's not. It's not. It wasn't. It's a lot of great players that don't get a chance because they're already paying this dude twenty million. I'm not gonna bring you in and set this person this twenty million on the bench. Like, how does that sound? Even five million. Like, I'm not setting five million. I'm not setting anything, and I'm guaranteed this already. Like, I gotta get something out. Like, I gotta get something out of this to make it look good. So I'm not going to bring something in and a chance that it might do something if I'm already paying this guy crazy money. It's like that in college. You got a guy that's on scholarship. You might have a walk-on that's killing him in practice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. Everything has a a face amount. Like, everything is... You're going to find some way to figure out that amount. And and every cycle is, like he said, you can find it. Even overseas, it's like... It's the same way. Like I, I was fortunate the year that I played in Greece um A1, my agent at the time was Greek and his son's godfather was assistant coach on the team. You know, they were bringing in guys left and right, you know, trying to fill that spot. But because my agent had that personal relationship with the team, it wasn't much different than our skill set. He told me exactly what the team it's, was looking it's for. It's not. It's not. It's, the, it's a relationship that you have with the person. Like, he's going he gonna to take this guy who's Who's friends with his dad before taking, you know, just some random person. That's yeah. that's how I got on in China. Like my my job in China. The coach was the coach was the 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 Asian was the 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 uh, the Asian that was helping me, his dad was the coach. Right. <laughs> but but go back. So you said you played the Pan Am games and like while you were going through that process, even though it was a lockout year, did that kind of like give you any insight to overseas basketball? Were you still just fixated on the NBA or were you like, huh, this overseas I mean, thing might be an option for me at this point? I mean, I didn't know anything about overseas basketball still. 
I even mm-hmm. even going to even like even going to Israel. I tell everybody about my first my first day. That I have I told you about my my first um. No, like it's a perfect time to, to, to tell me. Yeah. My first my first week in Israel. Not I know nothing about Israel at this point. Um, I know nothing about anything. Um, but I get to Israel my my first week. If you don't know anything about Israel, they have a lot of holidays. And they have holidays that can go on for a week long, or they have holidays that can go on for like two weeks or, you know, two days. So, but I get there, it's a, it's like a week holiday going on. And they're at war. Not not at war, but, you know, they're like... There's unrest like, at the time, yeah, right. But they're yeah. always, but it's like, but they're always like that. So that's something I didn't know, you know, with, with Gaza. And so mm-hmm. something I didn't know. So I get there. Everything is closed because, like I said, it's the holidays. Like everything's closed. You know, it's a couple of restaurants is open, and so you know, I'm like, man, I don't know anything. About I just got here, and you know, they dropped me in, gave me my car, got my apartment, and gave me, told me about some little places that's close by. So I get in my car. This is a big city, out. small town. Like what? Um, set the stage for us a little bit. Hulan, Hulan. It's, it's it's right next to Tel Aviv. Right Pretty next to Hulan, Fifteen minutes from the beach. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So I pull up to the restaurant, you know, I get in my car. Like I said, everything closer, you know. I, at this point, I know, I still don't know anybody. So I'm just riding. I don't, I, you know, I don't know Hebrew. So, so <laughs> that's that's another thing. So, this, you know, the language barrier is there already. And so I get there, I drive up, order my food. I don't even think I got, I don't even think I got my food yet. But I order some, I, I know I, chicken breast and some white rice. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting, and then all of a sudden you hear boom. And then I'm like, huh? So I go out, I look out, and then I hear boom again. I see the fucking rocket <laughs> blow up in the sky. Right? Like <laughs> one rocket hits another rocket. And then what's going through your what's going through your mind when you see this, right? Your first man, I'm like, yo, what the hell? Am I Asian? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, Glenn, where the hell did you send me? Like, it's bombs blowing up over my head. And everybody's screaming. So everybody breaks out and is screaming. They speak in Hebrew. So, you know, you know what it is. If somebody start running one way, <laughs> yeah. I'm, running, I'm running with you. So they, everybody, they go, I guess it's, it's like the um, bomb shelter thing and they have one. And so everybody goes in there and I'm, I come back out. Everything is cleared out. But at the time, I didn't know, you know, Israel's like, they have the number one defense um, system in the world. It's called the Iron Dome. And so what they, the Iron Dome does, it shoots, the, it shoots the, the missiles out of the sky before it can hit anything, like, to prevent casualties. Like, because mm-hmm. the bombs, that, the rockets that guys are shooting over, they don't really have anything in them in order for them to travel further. So it's more just like, it's like nothing in like as far as like that's gonna blow. It's just, it's just gonna hear. You just get the boom. It's nothing inside. They take everything out so it can travel further. So that's why they shoot them out the sky. And so I didn't know that, you know that. So you know, first year out, I didn't know none of this. I blow up in my head, right above, like. And that's another thing that the, they rarely they rarely um, ever make it to Tel Aviv because like that's the I don't know if that was like. Not the cap. It wasn't the capital, but it's like the major. It's like the more one of like the major cities. You got there, and then you got Herzliya right next to it. Um, probably like the the like the more expensive um, um, cities. Um, and so um, they really don't. They the bombs don't really make it towards Tel Aviv, like Herzliya, like that areas. Like they won't. They they. I guess they won't say they're scared, but they like. You know, if they send it that way. They know something is gonna pop off. Like Israel's gonna respond. And so that was another thing. Like they told them they they, they do one more thing, the war their war was gonna pop off. They were gonna go in there. So I'm at that point. I'm like, man, what the hell? My first year overseas, and I'm about to be in a war. Your agent mentions none of this in advance. None of this. None of this. I don't know about the Iron Dome. I don't know about you know like they like they sometimes it like cahoots with Gaza. You know it blows over, it goes away, comes back a few years and goes away again. It's it's yeah. like I hate the hate love relationship, you know, type of thing. Like it's like, um, and so I don't not to make a, a joke about like that's mm-hmm. like real type stuff. Um, but I didn't know anything about 
anything about it. So I, I'm like, I'll get on my phone right away. Like, <laughs> where, where am I at? I got to get out of here. Home. Like, yeah, I got to get out of here. Like, I know, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for none of this. And so, but and then they explained to me, like, what's going on. You know, mm. you, get, you get a little more comfortable, like, oh, okay. They're trying to protect us. That's what's happening. You know? yeah. And so, but after that, like, just the rest of the year kind of went, got a little, went a little bit smoother, you know. Um, they had a little, uh, a couple more threats, but um, nothing really, nothing really happens. I don't want to say nothing really happens. I mean, because stuff like stuff does happen. I mean, they put some bombs on buses and stuff like that. That's real, and people have lost lives. But as far as like as like a real like far as like you felt like the war was gonna actually happen, I never, I never was in a situation like that. Because I like I said, even after that, I, I ended up bringing my family to to Israel once I came back a few years later. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anything prepares you for year one. Like you know, you can have all this information. You can listen to podcasts and watch videos and and follow people on Instagram and everything. But until you're over there, no matter what country yeah, you're in, yeah. But I wasn't even. A, I wasn't even a like. I wasn't a. I wasn't an Instagram person back then. Like I, I didn't have a Instagram. Uh, really popping like that. It, it was, but I didn't know about it. I missed out. Like, I was even in college. I missed yeah. out. I'm like, people walking around with millions of followers right now. Yeah. I could have had some of those. Like, no, facts, facts. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't on, like, I wasn't on any social media like that, so I didn't even know about any of, any of, like, any of that type of stuff. And so... Hey, but we got we, we got to ask a question that the people are gonna want to ask. I know they're gonna ask in the comments. Yo, did you get your chicken and rice before you went into that bomb shelter? <laughs> Man, I got you. I, I won't dodge you. I can't even remember, but you get into it. That's like a I gotta get safe type of moment. I got yeah. right into the car and got right back to the house and and, and got under something. Figured out what my bomb shelter was in my building. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was, it was, uh, it was a wild, but it was, like I said, I had, I had a great time. Like all my experiences, like it made me who the person I am. It's just shaped me into a better person. I got my, my, as far as like the culture that I've, I've been around and been able to embrace. Like I, I have friends from so many places. Like I'm, I, I can go so many places and be good. Mm-hmm. Not, not people can say that I can, I can be good in like other countries. Like, yeah. If I want to leave right now, I'll be good. Like, a place to stay, a meal, like, I'll be good. Yeah. So how do you juggle that, right? You you come to this new country. That's day one. Yeah, you can't play basketball. You can't meet your teammates yet. We're not even talking about, like, the smaller learning curve stuff, like terminology or language barrier. Yeah. Like, just how do you eventually, like, settle in <laughs> and get comfortable enough that you would want to come? I mean, because you played there multiple years, right? So, like, how did... How did that eventually kind of work itself out and, and you settled into a groove? I think that that was one, going into my, I guess you should know, Israel is the number one Americanized country. Like, so that was probably the biggest, that was the number one thing. And when mm-hmm. I made the decision, it was like, oh, it's going to be more like home than anywhere else. And so it'd be a kind of a easier transition into, you know, everybody there, not everybody, but majority of the people are going to speak some kind of English and you're going to be able to, use your English and you won't have to worry about kind of like the, the, the translation of, and cause you know, it's hard to read. I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you ever seen it, but Hebrew is, is unreadable if you don't know Hebrew because it's not A, B's like, and like, if you go to Italy, like they still have the same letters and you can kind of like pronunciate it, mm-hmm. but you can't pronunciate a symbol. I can't, I can't see what, uh, like, it looks like, like symbols, and so it's, it's if you don't know the language, you can't you can't look at a sign and say there's no oh. no, no piecing it together from context. Yeah, so. no, yeah. no, it's no, yeah, it's no, it's no. Google, so like, they they no didn't Google they didn't have like an English translation like on the signs and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's so because it's, it's like I said, it's Americanized, and so they really like when I went to China, I was worried about that. Like I was worried about like the sign, but it always has the Mandarin, and then it has like yeah. the English translation. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh huh. That's a, that's as you find a lot of the countries they have a lot of English on on their um, speed signs, like everything, like going like, and and you you'd be really surprised that a lot of people you you find places that 
it's hard for me to go in there and learn that language because they want to learn English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're so far behind. Like this, yeah. advancing us. Like yeah, they know their language. Yeah, we don't. And they, speak, and they can communicate with us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't no. communicate with them in their language. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, you can you can try. Or like I said, you go to a lot of countries where if you can like pronunciate the word, so you can try to like read off, and you know it's gonna take a while, but. Israel is probably like the hardest, you know, it's because I can't eat as far as like the language, but it was, it's so diverse in like the culture and the languages and um, the different ethnicities. And so um, it was a, it was a great, I want to say great. It, it was a, it was a good transition from, you know, going from that, that uh, NBA uh, end of the season to my first year over. You talked about the language barrier and stuff, you know, and, and wanting to be somewhere that was fairly Americanized. Like, what what other factors did you kind of weigh when you figured out where what countries you wanted, what jobs you wanted? Was it style of play? Was it money? Was it uh, location? Like, what kind of things influenced you? It was just it was that it was more the Americanized being Americanized because if anybody knows me, they know I'm a very very picky eater. Like. <laughs> I can't survive. Like I, I, like that was one of the things where I was worried about. Bro, that, I'm, I'm like that too. Like I was scared. That that was gonna cut my head. When like, I told you about chicken and rice, like that's what I eat. Like on a no, like I'm a, I'm gonna go find chicken and rice somewhere because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try nothing new. Like I ain't like uh, you know, try this. Nah, I'm good. You go ahead. Like chicken and rice and some pizza. That was I was golden, and so um, that was probably the only thing that. That was like I was really worried about was the being able to speak and being like to 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 communicate and like I said they they were really Americanized and so I was and the weather was amazing like shorts all the time no coats like I said I'm right next to the beach so it was Not bad <laughs> it was it was great anything special you would ask for in contracts that people wouldn't think of beyond just um just the money obviously but like multiple bedrooms of the apartment plane tickets for family that's that's something that you gotta that's something that you need to be on your p's and q's about that because if it's not in the contract it's not going to be given to you unless you're out there busting ass like that that's that's they're not giving you extra right no yeah that's that's the one thing i say about over there but if you are doing your job you have nothing to worry about. Absolutely nothing as, as far as anything. Like, yeah. you can ask for a new car. Like, mm. if you're handling your job and you're getting buckets and, and your team is doing well, they will treat you like a king. Yeah. And and then it's like, you got to make sure you understand when you have the leverage, right? So right. I always tell guys, like, this is one thing I did for myself. I always made sure I got everything I wanted, bonuses, my living arrangements, all that before I even got off the plane because once you get there and then let's say like even further if i have a really good game like now i'm like i'm not doing anything else until i get this because i have the leverage right now and a lot of times they'll say oh tomorrow 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 or next week and by that time you just you're risking everything because now let's say you don't play as well as they want you to play now where's your leverage yeah man that's their favorite word tomorrow If something happened, it's it's a it's gonna be here tomorrow. Tomorrow, it was my, my Wi Fi hooked up like, tomorrow. Yeah, they said it'd be here tomorrow. Nobody could come. Yeah. <laughs> but like he said, man, that's like that's one of the things you gotta understand your your value and your worth. You gotta understand when you got it and to really take advantage of it because yeah. it could be gone. And they're trying to that's that's business, right? They're trying to get the most for the least yeah. amount. Yeah, if they if they, if you because I have players right, they send me their contracts and you know they're not picky or anything. But I'm like, listen, it's not about being picky. They can put you in a better apartment or a better hotel, but the fact that you're okay with it, they're gonna keep you there because it's cheaper. Yeah. Than them. They might even be paying for it. But if you say, hey, look, I need this, they, they're going to do it for you. But they're not gonna. They're just not gonna present it to you. You have to ask for it. And man, that's what I'm saying. If they want you, they're gonna get that in your contract. That's that. That's how you can tell if a team wants you or not. Is as how far they're willing to go to make you happy. Yeah. Any situations where they didn't follow through or you didn't get paid or you left the team because, uh, you know, they, they didn't hold up their end, anything like that? No, just, just recently, like when I just went over to, that's probably like the, 
the worst situation I would have got myself into is when I was just in Poland, I think it was. Yeah, Poland. It was just, they they fired the coach right before I got there. And I was talking to assistant coach on the phone. He's talking to me. You know, I get there and then he's like, we played one game and he's like, oh, I don't want to do this. And I don't want this job anymore. And so they bring in another coach and and it's like, it was just, it was a real umber. Like the bed they had me on, bed was broken. Like they had a, they didn't have the right box spring. Like in the bed, it was like I was, I, I got out of there as fast as, as fast as I could. It was just like messed up situation. That's probably like the only time. Like, and I think that's because of this COVID situation. Like, I wouldn't have put myself in that type of situation. It was just I wanted to go play basketball, and mm-hmm. I was like. Yeah. The, what I needed at the time, and it was I, I would never experience anything like that in my ten years that I've been overseas. And so, like, I think I don't think people understand just how vulnerable and how sometimes reckless this stuff is. Like for me, a lot of times, you know, you talk to people on the phone, but you know, when we first came out, you know, what you know, all the years ago, like you had Skype, you had things. There's no FaceTime and things like that, so it's like. You're seeing the person for the first time when they pick you up. You know, you're hoping that they have a sign for you, and and that's this is the actual person that you're meeting. But yeah. like, let alone, you don't know where you're staying. They don't send you. I, my experience, they never send me videos, send me pictures of the place. You're just assuming because I'm coming over here playing professional basketball. I'm gonna be in a decent place, and then you get there, and it's like, you know, like in my contract, I always had language that said. My apartment and my house has to meet my standards, and I'm bougie. I'm from, I'm yeah, yeah. Superstar. I'm from Montgomery County. Like yeah. I don't struggle at all. That's that's the thing, man. As I said, you got to make sure the verbiage in your contract is is because they'll they like I said, if if you don't say anything about it, they won't say anything about it. There is it's if you don't voice yourself, it's not gonna know. They're not gonna do anything because they're gonna try to be. They want to spend the least amount of money as possible. That's just a business, and it. And you find it in any type of business, but it's like if you don't have this verbiage in the contract, you're not gonna get it. That's why you make yeah. sure, like even with like internet, I make sure like because I play video game, I, I need internet better be high speed. I got yeah. I need TV in my room. Uh, what else? Sometimes I, I even like to ask for business flights so I can sit comfortably mm-hmm. over, uh, riding over, like because you know sometimes like I said, they'll give you like the economy. Yeah, the like if you don't ask, like this stuff is yeah. like. They may say no. They may say no, but it's something that you stuff you gotta ask. Like, yeah, I got guys that are six ten. They put them. They don't even give them edge overseas when they book their flights. And I'm gonna listen. Right. You it's, have it's, to ask for it. Yeah, it's so like it's crazy. It's so yeah. crazy. It's so disrespectful because they don't even like. It's not even. You know, any any player over like six six feet six like you need an exit like just to. Yeah. To be comfortable, like you about to have me travel 12 hours to you to play on your team to help you win a championship. That's our goal. Yeah. And you're going to put me on a, a you're going to make me sit in a fight like this for, for 12 hours. And you're going to get off the go. plane and play, yeah. too. You don't, don't have 12 hours to rest. Hey, hey, man, I was just about to say that. Like, don't let you be going over there in November. Yeah. December and like, when you're playing, like, before the season, like, they're going to want you to get right off that plane and play in the game. Like, if you play well, then it's like, okay. Yeah. You know oh, you weren't ready to play because <laughs> you just got off a 12 hour flight. You don't have any kind of jet lag, like on that plane. No, no yeah. eating problem, like nothing. Like it's everything yeah. should be fine. When you get here, you should be working like a machine. Yeah. No, I'm a human. Yeah, no, it's, it's insane, man. Other than co-host Mike here, oh, you're our first actual guest of the show that has played in China. What was your China experience like? China was good. I, I mean, other than I, I got hurt the first, I got hurt the first day I got there. It was, I mean, as far as everything else, like the city's been it was great. I, I I didn't know what to expect. I guess I got onto one of the good, the better teams. Um, I've heard some of the situations, like as far as like being able to eat food, or the city is like it's like the small cities. There's like nothing around. But I was in Suzhou, and um, it was it was very nice. The cities was great. But I got, like I said, I got hurt the the first the first day I got there. I thought I I got I thought I got turf toe because you know mm-hmm. a football player. Like I, I something I've always I could play through that shit. Like it's just a you know jamming jamming your thumb but on your mm-hmm. foot. 
And yeah. so um, I thought that's what happened. Like the first day I, I went to move, did something. And I was like, damn, gosh. I thought, I, you know, you know, you wiggling around, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's just a little numb. But nah, my, I tried, I tried playing through it, man. I, I did everything. Like um, I did the Chinese medicine, you know, the doctor, when they light you, they, they turn the lights off, they light the liquor up and they do the, mm-hmm. like the rubbing, like, like, I, I tried everything. You did that for like a couple of weeks. I don't want to laugh because you know some people they they they, they really believe in that. About, no, they're really yeah. serious about that. Like he's it's been passed down to his like third generation. Like they they really believe in it. And I think it it would have probably helped, but not for my situation. Like I had a torn ligament. Like nobody yeah. knew I, nobody knew I had a torn ligament. So they're trying to do all this stuff <laughs> like this. But I never went and got an MRI, and that's probably you know. Not being out there in that situation before, not knowing, not knowing what to do because you know I, I got a, I, my agents. His father is, is the coach, so you know I'm thinking that you know I'm I'm protected. Like I don't got nothing to wear. Like if if they really thought like that I it was like something they're going to get me, but you know I wasn't the case. I was like man, I can't do this anymore. I'm just fighting through. I'm popping like pills every just about every day, like just to get by like because i can't you know i didn't know i had a torn ligament so mm-hmm. i'm just i played for that day i like i said i got hurt the first day i played on it for two months yeah you still putting up like solid numbers though. yeah that's what i said yeah, I, I remember I, couldn't, I just couldn't jump i i got I, you know you can't you put i can't jump off and go to a layup so Everything was everything was shots and like I couldn't play defense the way I, I wanted to. And so they're thinking like I'm a, like I'm like a bum, like like I just can't do nothing. Like, but oh, I gotta I get back home. I, I gotta I wanna go see a doctor. I'm like, nah, because this shit is still hurting. Like I'm like, nah, I gotta see somebody. Like I get back, I got a torn ligament in my toe. And so I had played on it for I don't know if it got worse or whatever, but I played, like I said, I played on it for two months just popping pills just trying to because the money is was <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I, I couldn't i couldn't i couldn't see myself leaving all that money on the table like just be like yeah. i just got there it was what i've been I, I had wanted to get into this situation for maybe it had already like two or three years before that because mm-hmm. i was just i had got i had just got off one of the longest seasons um in Europe, um, I think we played the first game all of Europe and the last game all of Europe. Um, I was the Italian, the uh, Italian championship because all the series are, are seven game series, which is it's insane. Yeah. yeah, so we got we started we played the Super Cup that year and we won that Super Cup. That was the first game all of Europe, and then we and we we get all the way to Game Seven in the championship. And we win that, and that was the last game all of Europe. And so I'm yeah. like, I got back there. I'm like, man, I just, just felt like I was like drained. Like I'm, I, I need a break. And so yeah. I, I, somebody had talked to me about it. it. Was like, yeah, you know, China is like five months. Yeah. And so I was like, man, man, five months. I just had my my daughter was just born at the time. And so I'm like, man, I'm I'm gonna be around, you know spend some of this time with my my kids like my my son is my son was maybe eight at this time you know really getting good at soccer I'll be able to catch some games you know and see my my daughter's just was just born see her grow up I was like man that nine that nine ten months it looked yeah. a lot real long like I'm not gonna be able to have them around me a lot so I was like man shorter season more money it's a no-brainer yeah. And so um I had wanted to get over there that first year after winning that championship. I, that's why I set out because I was like I was really drained. Like I I, I didn't really like not want to play basketball anymore, but I was like, I, I just need a break. Like yeah, I, I'm tired, kind of like uh, just going at it, you know, going at it for years and years. Like it takes a toll. Yeah, it, yeah. it does. And, and so I waited, and what happened is I got I talked to somebody about this, t- this China team, but then it got to a point where you know everybody wanted to cut. It was mm-hmm. like this person knows said you know this person, and, and I, this I'm like it got to a point I was like I don't even know these people that you're talking about. 
Like yeah. you just you brought up two people. I don't even talk about. They're my agent. I don't even know. And so me, I'm that's the type of person I am. I'm I'm never gonna cut my agent out of of anything. Like because if you're down with me, I'm I'm down with you. Like that's uh, that's kind of who I am. And so they said something that was like you know they wanted this percentage, that percentage. I was like, man, forget that. And that the deal fell through. And so I ended up not even getting to get like, like I was on, that was that team. I was, we won the championship. That was your lead. And so I didn't even end up getting like, I missed out on everything. Like at that point, waiting for that China deal, because you know, the season starts later. And at that point season had, and Europe had already started. And I ended up, you know, like telling them, no, I don't want this because so many people had their hands on it. Like, it's not even like people I don't even know. And so I ended up doing that and going back, just missing, like coming off a championship and then missing like half a season because of because of the deal fell through. And so um ended up that's how I ended up going back to, to Italy and all that crazy stuff happened there. I got uh hit in the back. Was that, was that, was that the year you were there with Fowler? Mm. In Brindisi? No, that was that was my that was my first year in Italy. We were supposed to win a championship that year too. God, it's yeah, we were supposed to win a championship. My that, that bro, we was stacked. Yeah, yeah, I remember that year. First place in the, we were first place in it. We had, I think, we only had lost like one or two games in the first mm-hmm. round of the um in the first half of the season. Yeah, they cut our big man. Whole season went down. Wow. They cut up because I, I was just. It was easy for me. Like I was, I'm just getting to the paint. Like if they gonna step up, I'm just throwing. Yeah. Uh, right to right to my boy uh, Alaminu, uh, mm. Alade Alaminu, uh, Georgia just, Tech. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just lob right there, finish. Like it was, and I had following. I had um, um Dale James there. Yeah, I had Dale. I had Ron Lewis. Yeah. Bro, we were stacked up, bro. And then yeah. like. He cut, he traded him and then all our rebounding, they cut him, I think, because he left it. He forgot his shoes one time or something like that. Like oh, wow. something crazy. Like we're we're number one in the league right now. And you like you cut him. Mess with chemistry. Yeah, like I it didn't make sense to me. So um that happened. They cut him. They got a they got another center that you know couldn't even couldn't even rebound. Like He's just like, well, why? Why did we even? I mean, no disrespect to. I mean, he was older, but like yeah, we, we talk, we talk, we talk basketball here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it was like you're not gonna come and help us win a championship. Like on all actuality, like I don't even understand how what they thought. Like he would never, he wasn't gonna come and help us win this championship. And so after that, like we couldn't get a rebound. I'm getting to the bucket. Nobody go nowhere to go with the ball. Like he he's not a not a finisher. Like he's not a He's just Italian and had American passport. Yeah, they got to the find seat. a way to say, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, got on the seat. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was like. But you're going, going back, like, uh, like t- touch more about your China experience. That's something that I, that's so unique, right? The shorter season, more money. Talk yeah. about just how, like, they're just, I've experienced it. I've seen it. You know, I played. Uh, uh, it was great. Years. I mean, it's, you, you're playing so often, so you really don't have a chance to, like, Soak up much of the cities that you go to or whatever because it's you like Suzhou, uh, right? You in yeah. Suzhou? Yeah, but you that's know like you play the back, you play, huh? Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's like an hour, about an hour or something. On the train, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you know when you go to tra- play another team away, you play a couple games there, so you don't have to do a lot of traveling. And so, mm-hmm. um, we playing so often. It's really, I didn't have a lot of time to even like really. I probably went to like a couple malls, but like you're playing so often, and really that. If you're either traveling or playing, and but it was great, like it was just something I needed something, I guess a a switch, something new. Like I just been, had been doing the same thing over and over, you know, stuck yeah. in this nine month cycle. Like you want to get break, you want to break abroad of it. I'm mean, after you. I mean, if I was somebody you didn't have a family, no, no kids, like yeah, that's cool. Like being away from. But it's, it gets a point, man. You know, my son, like I said, my son is a great soccer player. So he's making friends. Like, I can't break him out. I'm not going to be like, yo, nah, you're going to come with me now, you know, leave your soccer team, your school, mm-hmm. all this and whatever, like making friends. So it, it gets to a blizzard. It's not about me. Yeah. I got to do what's best for the family. 
And so yeah. So. Who was on your Who was on your team in China? Like who are the other American? Or uh, were you the only one? I was the only American. It was another. Uh, I can't even remember his his name. He was from somewhere else. Rush. Uh, no, um. Somewhere European big. Yeah, he was a European. Like as I say, they were we were all friends. They were friends. Like he was friends with the coach because the GM, the GM, uh, the agent, like I said, the agent had a connection with the so that's that's how they were all connected. That's how he wanted, you know, he wanted to get his his little he wanted to get his fee for bringing me in, like you know, so it's like they wanted to keep it all like right in this in the circle. Yeah. And like you say, like you out there playing hurt for two months, and you, you, your numbers were decent, right? They were yeah. still good numbers. Yeah. But, but over there in China, they won. They, 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 they want you to they, they want you to score forty. Forty. Yeah, but I can't, I couldn't, yeah, I yeah. couldn't do that. Like I, I, I yeah. at that point before that, I was doing that. Like I was, I was, I had was on just before leaving that. I, we should have just won another championship in Jerusalem. That that like we should have won a back to back. Some stupid shit happened. I. I I hurt my thumb. We lost in the semifinals, though. But we should have, like, we should have got to the finals and and it was should have been competing for another like back to back championship. But yeah, it was like I got I got there. Like I was having I had a I was killing before going over there. Like that's why they wanted me there. I was I was yeah. killing like putting up good numbers. And it's light in China too. You can get those numbers. Oh yeah. <laughs> they don't play no defense. They don't play no no defense. It's all it's all uh fake hustle, like yeah, all fake hustle, fake, fake intensity. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. you know the president in practice be like they don't really do that, but the loudest, so yeah. he makes it seem like he's doing something. That's yeah. it's a lot of like fake hustle, like yeah. No, it's a, but it's an interesting place though. They love basketball out there. That was one thing I saw. Yeah, like they, it's like they play basketball. I think there's a there was a stat that said. There are more people that play basketball in China than there are people in the United States. Like it's in, it's insane how much they love basketball out there. That's one thing I loved about it was just how passionate they were. Like, of course, they support their team, but they really just fans of the game. Like they're cheer for both teams. That's what I'm saying. They just they just fans for they just want to see the ball go into the basket. They don't really like it's not even like you go in. They everybody's cheering for everybody on the court. Like it's not even like I got this team. Not it's everybody. Basket go in. They everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah, they all clapping. <laughs> yeah, basket go in. They happy for everybody. Yeah, I heard a story about fans smoking in the gym in China. Oh my you goodness! Anything? Oh man, but they do that in Europe too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. they do that in the in the locker. Like so, anybody has like like. Smoke a cigarette, drink a beer, like they doing it after game, like just like Practice, it's a regular yeah. thing, like in the shower, like mm-hmm. it's a regular thing over there. It's it's different because it's it's like it's it's totally different way of thinking how they think about things. Blow off steam somehow, I guess is their uh, the right. mindset. There. <laughs> but, but, the, but the crazy thing is though, like their cigarettes aren't like the ones that we buy here. Like like they take out like the, all the toxic toxins in it and stuff. But and no, like, they're buying the tobacco themselves, buying the yeah. paper, and they're just gonna roll it up themselves and smoke it. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like the rat poisoning and stuff. Yeah. They, they, it's kind of like a a clean way of smoking cigarettes. If that's a thing, but uh, yeah, if that's a thing, I don't, I don't think it's a thing. That's the closest. That's the closest to it. The least yeah, terrible. They're like, way they're like vegan, vegan smokers. <laughs> it's all natural. <laughs> Jerome, we've taken a lot of your time here. We got a couple quick hitters here just to, right. to get through. We're going to start calling this our fast break segment. I think just we'll we'll keep them uh, keep them quick and uh, get you out of here on 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 right. this note. Um, just actually, real quick. It, what was kind of the main thing you did to like protect your own mental health? You mentioned playing video games, but was was there anything else you did that kind of like decompress, be able to adjust that that sort of thing? It was the video games, and then having my my kids there with me. It's always good, you know. After even after you know you have a tough game or something like that, and you don't want to talk to anybody, but you always you know your kids are always gonna always put a, a smile on your face. And that's another thing that I want to like is a try to try to disconnect the two. Like leave that at the gym once you go and, and let your let your your family brighten you back up. Try to try to leave all that that extra baggage. Cause that's the biggest thing is just 
being able to understand that it's a business. Like, don't try, don't, don't get so caught up into um, the loss and then you be angry with everything else that's around you. Um, life has to continue on. Like, that was the one of the things I was saying. I was just, I'd be so mad after losing. Like, I'd be just, I didn't want to talk to my, I can't even eat. Like, it's just like, you know, and then you got your kids, it's just the smile, they just brighten you back up. All right, let's take a quick break from the show to hear from another one of our sponsors, Athletic Greens. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash belief. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash belief. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. All right, now let's get back to the show. That kind of touches on, like, my question, like, the best advice you would give somebody, you know, let's make it more specific. What's the best advice you would give somebody considering going to play overseas? Let's say they had a great college career for whatever reason. This is their best option is to go overseas, like, whether it's to get back to the league or just to have a great overseas career. Like, what, what advice would you give them about going through that process? Do your homework. Understand understand what kind of culture that you're going into because you know there's a lot of like there's a there's some maybe everybody has different playing styles and so you gotta understand you gotta be able to understand what you are capable of handling, I wanna say, because over there coaches are more like coaches and in, in college where they're gonna just yell at you and you gotta just take it like there's really not a much you can say, like, because, like I said, it's, you're so replaceable. Because they, they, like I said, they'll try to just get rid of you. And so, um, do your homework before going into a situation. Know who's going to be on your team. No, not go and talk to somebody. Like, just play there. Um, try to get some information about the GMs, like, because there's there's GMs that's I got, like I said, the GM that I had at Brindisi, the fucking terrible like cost us the championship like even like people don't even know like i got that season i was having probably having like a mvp like half of the season and i didn't even get chosen for the all-star game oh wow because they didn't advocate for it or like what because he didn't want me he said i was he said i was hurt oh got it that's nice isn't it that's and then I, I i approached him and he tried to throw it off onto the, the assistant gm like you're the GM, you know, assistant GM's making that decision. Like, I'm not fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> this is what you get paid. This is what you get paid to do. You're not gonna be like, oh yeah, assistant, make that decision. No. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that would look better for them too to have an all-star on the team. Right, right. Any new hobbies or food you picked up in, in any country or, or just something that was like a new experience to you that you liked enough that you'd keep doing or, or want to do again? Um, well, I just food in general. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I've, I've, I've been to probably two, like two of the best. I mean, two of the best for me is Italy, great food, and Israel, great food. Are you a less picky eater now? I am. I, I am a very less less picky eater. Uh, my favorite dish is is uh, in Italy is probably a uh, shrimp risotto. Probably mm-hmm. my go to if I'm going if I'm going to go somewhere and be like either that or the lasagna. I I, I love some lasagna. Man. It's it's like uh, can't go wrong with that. Yeah, you can't go wrong with it. But I, I that's one thing that I do. I want to learn. I, I love to cook too, so I want to learn how to make some good risotto because it's it's it sounds it's, it's as easy as it like it sounds like it's just rice and cheese, but it's 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 really not easy to make. Yeah. And uh, and my and my dish from Israel would be um it's kind of like grits, but it's called um 
think it's called not Palenta. Damn, I'm supposed to love this. I don't even know the name. That's <laughs> no, all good. If anybody's listening, just look up. It's yeah, they, 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 know, they, they know. They know. Google, uh, Google they find know it for you. This the the signature dish. It comes with some asparagus on top of it too. But yeah, man, this food is probably like one of my like I I, I can eat for for days. I don't look big, but I, I can eat a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, like it, it's just amazing, like just to hear you say, like you took a cooking and stuff like that. Just how, like I tell people all the time, Hooper is man, like they're so talented and so many other things, but just because we're so proficient in this one thing, they just look at us through that lens. Right, that's the thing. Like I, I also another thing, I, I I was a photographer in high school. Like I did that for mm-hmm. like I love. That's one of some things. Like when I once I finish, I'm gonna get a dark room built in. I, I want to get a dark room so I can, I can like I. Real, real like photography where you gotta. Are you official? Yeah, you gotta yeah. Film, like you gotta print your picture yourself. Like, yeah, you know, you put your film in there, roll it up, shake it up with the nice stuff to get it, get it going. Like, do all the shit yourself. No, that's um, dope, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. You always see it's always a shock. Like if you post something like that on your IG, people are like what? I didn't know, and I'm like, like you think like, like, that's the thing, but you don't know because you don't know me. Like you chose like yeah. it's like it's. It's interesting seeing that reaction. I'm like, yo, basketball is a huge part of who we are, but it's a small part of who we are, too. It's, yeah, it's, right. it's, I can't go home and play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got, like, 20 hours of free time. Like, what yeah, yeah. Doing? You know, like, I, I, I got to wake up and go to sleep just like you. So, look, I think it's the last question, man. We'll get you out of here, right. We really appreciate you. But yep. who's somebody that you think that we should we should have on that might have, like, interesting experience overseas or – that can give us some great insight into, you know, just a unique perspective on overseas basketball and their experiences. It can be anybody, but you okay. got to help us get them. I got to help. Okay. Um, uh, well, my, my boy might, my boy might do it. Um, Torres Kinsey. I played he was on the championship okay. in, um, in Jerusalem. Um, that's a great, that's a great guest. Yeah. He's, he's, a, vet vet. Too. Yeah. he's a vet. Um, been everywhere. Played he's in the league. Yeah. Too. He played in the league. Like I said, he's been in a lot of different countries also. He's experienced, he knows that that Russia league, that's where you, mm-hmm. those are probably the stories that you want to hear about, like yeah. those uh, Ray Star and, and and stuff. But that's where it really is crazy over there. Like, yeah. Jerome, thank you so much for the time here, man. This was terrific. No I, I think people are really going to enjoy this. There's a lot of good advice in there, a lot of funny stories too. So uh, that's the kind of mix I, I think we're, we're definitely <laughs> trying to get with these. All right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. One last thing before we let you go here. Oh, mm-hmm. Anything you have going on that you want to plug or, uh, and, and where can people find you on social media and stuff like that? Right now, I, I, like I, I was saying before, I just got my life license. Um, um, I, uh, I do it uh, just part-time with, um, I'm with uh, uh, Prime America. And so, um, like I said, it's the biggest thing is just getting the information out and, to, to our youth. So I think we, we get, we get left behind. It's just, we're in like generational, I, I try to find a word generational. How do you say generational left behind? Like we're disadvantage not getting, or, yeah. yeah, we're not getting the information that's passed down from others. That's, that's, that's help us as, as, as not even as like, athletic youth like just youth in general like this information that you can soak up like understand the value of of yourself and how money works like yeah that's probably um my, my thing is to 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 the youth is just understand how money works and how it can benefit you before it's too late yeah hey, hey remind me uh let's get on let's go on a call about that because we were talking about that earlier last year but you know business stuff you know happened but um you know i i definitely there's a huge void in in the sports market for that because yeah. everybody wants to make the money but nobody knows how to use the money right, right. <laughs> so, yeah that's a, I, but i that was the thing i was telling you that i want to get to these scholarships get these kids before they even get into like yeah. and understanding like this money that I got from this Pell Grant or this money that I'm getting from this, this meal money, like I can put some of this away and have it, have it build enough for me. Even if I don't make it out, if, if something happens, if I get hurt or even if I don't make it to the NBA or if I don't, if I don't, if for the, for the people that's not even like college is their last stop. Yeah. 
But but who better who better than who better than you to tell them though? You know, that's what I'm saying. That's you've been everywhere that they're trying to get to, and you're licensed and educated in this in this field. Like right. you're perfect for it. That's what I'm saying, and that's that's the what I want to get at. So it's like even if you don't make it to the NBA or to overseas, you still made some type of money there in that college too, where you can put some of that away that they they give you already that you can you can be good. Just letting that money build up, knowing how how it how it works, and so that's one of the things. I mean, I had told you I, I wanted the, the podcast is where it's at. I said I wanted I, that's where I that's my next like venture in is just a podcast having like like I was told you that I suffered from is having a guidance or somebody uh, more of a adult figure that knows what happened is you know get this podcast where you can where I can get on these stories and tell you about what you should do if this type of situation happens or, you know, like stuff that could really benefit you in real, real life situations. Well, look, like I think I can speak for Matt in this. Um, any way that we can help get you on that platform, you know, uh, our, our podcast is on the Believe Network. Um, it's, it's a huge sports, they have a huge um, variety of sports podcasts. Almost 500 different. Uh, yeah, see, I don't. I wouldn't even know. Like, I, I just, I wouldn't even know where to like even like to start with. It's just something that you know. That's just. I was like, hey, like, this is a great way to to connect to and and get the information out where you know it could be there and they can just go and and get it later. Like, it's uh, it's just yeah. once it once it's out, be plugged in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't even have to be plugged in right here at this minute. Like, if you go on and search for it, you can you can try to find it. No, I, th- I think like just like let us know exactly when you're ready to get started because we can put you with the right people to at least you know start that conversation. Okay. And and, and I I mean that. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll take you up on that for sure. Uh, I'm I just, I'm really pa- I'm really passionate about it. I mean, it's just I I see how it affected me and I it's just I and I know maybe how it could have changed my life, but I I don't even want to go into get into that where what am I, what would be different about because I I love. I love everything that's that's come across mm-hmm. so far. And so, um, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go back and change it. But I, I would, I would definitely would love to have had the the knowledge and the information. I think you shared a lot of stuff today that'll that'll help some people out too. So I think that's a great start and a great tease for people. So whenever uh, whenever you get that rolling, we'll make sure to plug it on our end too. So anybody right. who jumps from this to that will uh, will know where to find it. All right. All right, everybody. This has been Ball Movement. We'll take more suggestions for guests and topics and all kinds of stuff you guys want to hear about and uh, we'll keep it moving. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.